0: That is a duel from K. has done it again! What a goal by Tim Cahill! Thompson! Uh, Five goals to
1: Archie! from
2: And the league champion, On 11.16, S E M, the 4 Diego. Good day everyone and welcome to the
3: Four Diego's here in 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Rodrigo Rodriguez with you on a Wednesday night and uh, thanks to Finey on another fantastic show. And of course uh, Milne and Zanna's always in before the Diego's. Uh, good listening to Finey, we will be back tomorrow night at 7. Uh, Rodrigo, as I said, here with you. I know Vinnie Venezuela tonight, a late omission, so uh, he apologises. What's apologised. wrong with him? No, look, he, um, I think he did a, what is a heart-related groin injury.
1: <laughs> I love how sympathetic you are towards him when he's not here, but when I'm not here, you just—how do you
3: know? We'll celebrate.
1: F- you bag the fact that I, I'm not here.
3: I never do. I never do. Warren, welcome. Good to see you. And uh, Carlos, you're here as well. Hello,
2: Rodrigo. And by the way, every time I walk in, <laughs> I look at the text, uh, the SMS machine. Yeah. Marie, hi guys, and hi to you too. Yes, good day, Marie. He just always gives us that little bit of a. I know a high. It is, is wanting, wanting to really, meet. It does a lot to. does a lot for me
1: to eleven o'clock at night. Is wanting to meet people that SMS? Is that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like, is there a yeah. line of demarcation between yeah, communication? You know that royal commission that's going
2: on at the moment. Is <laughs> a touch of that yeah, okay? Take no, no worries. worries. Actually, I shouldn't use the word touch, should I? No. <laughs>
1: No Anyway it. Take it up in your own laugh, time uh, anyway. Warren.
3: Hey it's, we've got a big big show For mm. you tonight Of course we've been awash With world football Success tonight.
2: Are we in the most successful <laughs> Football day Country in the world <laughs> well, Tonight we are. we are the best in, in Asia anyway Carlos We're the best tonight There's no <laughs> other country That's experienced The success And the draw I'm counting the draw in oh, Ch- That's success That's a win Yep You know a, a draw over in Japan With victory And I know you give us a Fantastic array of scores <laughs> and scorers in a sec. Thank it's going to you. go for about ten minutes. Yeah,
3: especially the material A draw
2: over there, Warren. You won't disagree with me. A draw over in Japan. It's like getting a, getting a win on Mars. Oh well.
1: Yeah.
3: No. You is. have to admit, Warren, that was a good draw by Melbourne Victory.
1: No, I I watched the yeah it was, but I watched the Sydney FC game versus mm-hmm. the current Asian champions.
2: Because you hate Victory so much, you didn't <laughs> yeah. didn't watch Victory. I I,
1: I couldn't watch two. Look, I don't know about you, Carlos, but I do find it difficult to watch two games of football. <laughs> soccer already scored at the one time. It's very yeah. difficult. I
2: needed two TVs tonight.
1: And my, my wife, who does watch most of the games with me, she cracks it when her turn over. Because, you know, <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. watching soccer that as soon as you turn it over to watch something else, there'll be a goal scored. You'll true. miss it. I know. So I watched the Sydney FC game, and that was a really exo- That was a really good game to watch. It very open. And the one thing, and I think you... We're talking about um, the way that the Australian teams are mm. going after this game. The one thing that you can say about the two teams that have played their first two games at home, victory last week and Sydney tonight, they've gone up. You know, they've, they're making the most of the opportunity. The one opportunity. word
2: that the Italian coaches use all the time, mentality. Absolutely. The mentality yeah. of the Australian. You knew... And by the way, would you like to give the results, Rodrigo? Because no, there's I'm... people out there who don't know. We're talking about a draw for victory. There's nothing we, we worse are. We than are. not
1: giving the football scores or the soccer scores. Well, okay, let's let's go, let's go yeah.
3: through the scores because um, just, just for posterity's sake. We'll
1: come back in
2: 10 minutes' time
1: because <laughs> there's a lot of scores
3: here. Well, let's quickly go through them. Yeah. Um, actually, Gumbara Saka copped an own goal in the f- third minute of tonight's game and it was 1-0 for victory for, for quite a while and... Um, Shukarata was the uh, was the guy that uh, got the own goal. So uh, then, Gamba Osaka with uh, Endo, the oh. uh, veteran, uh, scoring there in the um, second half it was one all, and that's how it ended. So Melbourne victory, get a point on the road, which is uh, really valuable for them. And Sydney FC tonight played host to Guangzhou Evergrande, and. Uh, they won it in the end. It was one all right to the death. It? I can't. It was 2-1. Mm, two, mm. two, um, Stambolziev scored and Dimitrievich also scored for Sydney FC. So great results tonight for the Australian teams in the Asian Champions League. But earlier, oh. uh, the Olympic this, qualifiers... This will take a while now. Yeah, so sit back, yeah. relax, and uh, have a listen to these. <laughs> have a listen to these. No. Who is that? Uh, Galnick score. So Matildas defeated uh, Vietnam 9 Nil. Can yep. you believe it? Kaya Simon scored a hat trick in the first half, but uh, Galnick scored. Simon scored three. Kennedy, Sykes, Van Egmond, Heyman, Polkinghorn, and that was it in the end. Yeah. So they defeated Vietnam nine nil on the back of their three one victory against Japan on the
2: weekend. That is a fantastic start to and them the. And this is a a Vietnam team. I was going to say dynamite Vietnam team, but they're not a dynamite but they lost two 0 against China, who's a favourite for this for qualification too.
1: So this is a
2: very, very good Matilda's team at the moment. Well I, I think doubt. we knew
1: that after they beat Japan three one in the first in the first game. But the way though it's look five
2: games in ten days though. It's good effort. They're, they're turning over the squad seven changes tonight and we still get a team that shares goals like that. Oh. I mean that's such a great sign. We don't rely on one or two to get four each. They, they're sharing the goals. You and, know uh, what? I think it's... Uh, I'm just really excited about this Matilda's team at the moment. The window's opening. <laughs> the window's opening for this team to win a World Cup. Yeah. They, oh, they, you, you've listened to me. No, I try not to. No, you listened to me <laughs> on Mari's show. No, I didn't. Because I made the big call. In the next 10 years... We're going to win the Women's World Cup. I was in Year 10 history period three hours <laughs> when you were on, uh, Carlos. Yeah, you're no, still doing yeah, Year 10 history. Isn't yeah. what it. you're doing? No, yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't listen. Yeah. I have to say. Not, no disrespect to Andrew Marr or yourself. I just don't have the opportunity. But
2: this team will win a World Cup in the next 10 years.
1: Mm. We could be in a situation, if you think about it, I reckon there'll be a situation, you talk about the growth of women's sport. Mm. You know, we could be... At the same time, holding the Women's Cricket World Cup. Easy. And the Women's Football netball, World Cup. Netball. And the Netball World Cup. Yep. All at the same hockey? time. Hockey? Well, well, hockey, absolutely. It could be. Yeah. And that's not even to. Yeah, it's. Basketball? It's, opals? Well, they've won the silver medal B- at the arguing, last year. But or they're, or they're all
2: arguing time. amongst each other at the yeah, moment. They <laughs> a bit yeah, they Lisa are about Lisa Cambridge. Yeah. yeah, she's. That's a problem. True. When the Cambridge. girls Cambridge. like Cambridge, each other, they're fantastic. When they're having a few problems. I don't want to... It is very generalised, (laughs) but we're having a few problems don't, you know. We haven't done the hot topic yet, have we? No, it's all good. He wants to do the hot topic because he he thinks it's a really good hot topic. No,
3: look, we'll take your calls tonight, 942 If you're a Melbourne Victory supporter, give us a call. What do you think about the game tonight against Gamba Osaka? Are you happy? With a one-all draw, uh, you're happy with the way the boys are playing generally. Um, but also the Matildas on the back of that 9-0 victory, uh, doing Australia proud, of course. And, uh, yeah, sensational stuff. So 9 4 2 Warren, okay. So it's been football. We're awash with football. Paul basically says on the uh, SMS, this is a real football night. There yeah. is no kissing your sister cup here, no, Carlos. not at all. Go victory in Sydney. Great for Aussie soccer. Mm. There's Paul and... Uh, Diesel George says, "Hi guys, how are those Matildas? Fantastic, you know. So yeah. everyone's really excited. But Warren, mm. you've come up with a hot topic tonight on zero four double three ninety
2: eight. And before 11, I
1: before I do it, <laughs> he's got I, to set it up because he actually laughed himself. No, When you he, telling <laughs> no, us? No, 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 I didn't. But." You guys liked it too. So if it falls over, <laughs> over. over if it falls over, we're all to blame, okay? Well, you know how you're in waiting rooms from time to time and you pick up magazines and you flick through the magazines. Normally they're women's magazines. Well, yeah, was...
2: Hang on, which waiting room are you talking about? No, I
1: was in a waiting room today. I won't go I won't yeah. divulge the spa? which type of <laughs> I won't divulge which type of waiting room it was. Yeah. But I picked up a magazine, happened to be um, Inside Sport magazine. So I'm flicking oh, good. through the pages. Good magazine. Okay. He, he was on the, the front cover? Um, Someone
2: uh, in the No, no, it was a male. Well, no, no, they got, got rid of that cover oh, about 18 months okay,
1: ago. Yeah. Um, and I open the second page and I see Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. And it's not him playing football. It's him advertising a fragrance.
2: <laughs> His own fragrance. His but, own yeah. fragrance. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's not Cristiano Ronaldo. No. Like he hasn't. It's not a self-titled fragrance. Yeah, no, self-titled <laughs> fragrance. Okay, he's like come up album. with a name for the fragrance, and the name is Legacy. Ah. ah okay? Yeah. So I was thinking. I was thinking. Well, originally I was thinking if the DA goes, and this will inevitably happen yeah. in the next 10 no. to 20 years, yeah. that we'll get some sort of agreement with a company that makes fragrances. Dove. Well, whoever. Whoever, you know, whoever makes fragrances. Palmolive. And... They'll have to name our fragrance. And if they yep. were going to name the fragrance for the Diego <laughs> What did you think it should be? Well, Yours would be know. Coca-Cola. Well, I dunno. But I was then thinking the hot topic tonight is choose your player. Yeah. In world and, football, and anyone. Choose the title yeah. of the fragrance. No, for yes. instance, Luis Suarez, yeah. his fragrance would probably be mouthwash. Yeah. Say so something <laughs> Mrine. <Mistering>. Some, <laughs> something yeah. to that effect. So Eno. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. something By the way, like that.
2: Ladies and gentlemen out there listening to some millions, he laughed his head off it's when very, he was telling us that one look, there.
1: that's funny. Yeah. And you know what? In the midst of this show being paralysed, sometimes, Carlos, paralysed by your, you know, your opinionative, yeah. your, your cynicism. opinion, cynicism, yeah. your, your sceptical nature. Yeah. Just at you, that's all. This is an opportunity for the fun-loving football yeah. fan out there to yeah. put their thinking carefree, caps on. Carefree. And come up with the player and the fragrance. And use the context that Cristiano Ronaldo's fragrance at the moment is legacy. Okay, okay, there you go.
3: Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. That is the hot topic.
1: What's success? How many? How many callers or SMSs would be success? If you got one, yeah. <laughs> I, I would be cheering. Yes, what that would one? be the, What would be the
2: Diego's uh, fragrance?
3: <laughs> Tired. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Hey, nine four we'd love to talk to you tonight. Um, here's an interesting text message, uh, guys. Diego's, I believe our domestic women's league has the potential to be the best women's league in the world, um, the women's equivalent of the Premier League. There you go. Yeah,
2: well, look, I, I, the girls need to play more games. I mean, the W League, what, goes for 10 rounds or something? We've got to get serious about that. We're paying them properly. And we've got to get serious about it. And, uh, but the girls, I've got to say, they're fantastic athletes who can actually play football. As much as I've really, really supported women's football, we've watched many a World Cup challenge over the years, I've never, even though you sort of publicly say, yeah, we love that what the girls are doing, you never, ever really respected the way they played football. It's watchable because, now. But now it's like they're actually playing football properly. And actually, it's such a a, uh, a cleansed... Football way of playing It's pure Pure, colours, the pure it's That's pure. the word I'm Such a pure game mm. You don't see the diving no. You don't see the, the cynicism The
1: camaraderie yeah, You yeah, see at the, the, not in the
2: Even when the referee Intercepted the, the Japanese Pass the other night And led to our goal You never saw the girls Mob handling no. the referee no. They just go get on And play the game Absolutely
3: yeah, um, It was it, Not a bad uh, text message You didn't give us your name But uh, totally agree Warren
1: We've had success. We, we, no, we're, a few they're, we're,
3: they're, they're coming in. They're coming. We might need to have a whole segment on it uh, soon. But uh, look, uh, funnily enough, we've moved into the Q and A, so no need for the sting. Oh, yeah. But no, uh, no. Who's Q and A? Is it Rodrigo? It's Rodrigo's Q and A. It's good. It's all about obviously Melbourne victory tonight. Let's let's talk about those because uh, the, these uh, text messages that we're getting are going to be very very good yes. as we get through. But mm. uh, so, what did you make of tonight, Carlos? We'll start with you. Um, obviously. Victory got a goal, nice and early, a bit of luck in there, but uh, but um, they held that and they they played beautifully tonight. I thought Archie Thompson has just found a new life, but uh, Benjamin Button. But what about Del Pierre? Mm. I mean, Del it was rock solid
2: again, and um, even Oli Bazanich before he went off tonight. Uh, their their, their pattern of play tonight was as good as I've seen Melbourne Victory play, you know, in the eight years that they'd or ten years we've been playing or eleven years we've been playing in the A League. Um, the, the the term I would use to describe the way they played in that first half, in particular, was a term that Robbie Slater used, and that, that that was very very professional. They went about it. They moved the ball quickly. They uh they they ran into space. They they got in between the lines. And Archie Thompson. I don't know. I reckon they should be looking at signing him up for another year. The way he's playing in the Asian Champions League as a number 10, finding space, but not hanging on to the ball and trying to do too much. He's actually bringing other people into the game. And suddenly, even the Jai Ingham... We uh, had a pretty good game tonight, I thought, uh, on, the, on that on that left hand side, but uh, but they all they all stood up. Uh, Nick Ansell, as, as a young centre half, is really blossoming in the a, uh, ACL compared to say the A League. He's good in the A League, but I think he just stands up in the ACL. They've set themselves for this competition, and it looks like it. Their mentality is good. The attitude's good. They're going over to do a job not just to go through the motions like they've done in the past. They still haven't won overseas, by the way, in an in a, in a, uh, ACL game. Uh, but tonight was as close as they, they would, even though Gamba Osaka did have a few good chances towards the end.
4: Do
1: you think that the momentum they're clearly building through these two games? I think they came off the back of the game last, last week against Shanghai and probably with a better team against Sydney, but didn't play as well, although I thought they were on an upward curve. They go again tonight, and they play just as well as last week, but they've got a long trip home, and then they've got to play again. You know how we've said this run will challenge them, and the simple fact of the matter is Sydney FC and Melbourne Victory are in this dogfight, really, to stop Perth from getting into the top six. Do you think this is going to help their... Their form. Do you think they'll continue to be on an upward curve from their performances in this competition? I can say
2: the two games against Shanghai and Gambra Saka tonight are totally different approaches than the A-League game. I get worried a little bit A-League. I, I fully expect them to qualify for the, for the finals, but, and I'll be shocked if they don't. But, gee, they're, they're taking it pretty close with <laughs> Perth, you know, really at their heels, and even Newcastle, too. So uh, it would be disastrous if they didn't oh, make the finals, totally. But and I'd be shocked... But it's still a possibility at the moment. Well, they've got to win those games that yeah. they um, are expected to win. Now, mm-hmm. hey, uh, we've got a special call
3: from Frank, who's in Osaka, who has just left the game. Good day, Frank. Welcome to the Diego's, and thanks
0: for calling. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're just leaving the stadium now. It's uh, it's pretty cold. We're just making our way to the train station, and uh, yeah, amazing night. Uh, I'm here with my wife, and uh, we're here on a work trip, and the match much happened to be on, and yeah, we just got some tickets and came down. Amazing.
2: Frank, it's uh, it's Carlos Alberto, mate, and uh, and uh, yeah, congratulations for making the trip over there. You must be pretty proud of the boys. I thought they played very, very well tonight.
0: They did, yeah, very good. Um, the early goal was was probably settled them a little bit, and they did really well. But uh, that the goal that they leaked, that was right up our end and uh, totally unmarked, and they were lucky to hang on actually. And and Vukovic, Vukovic made a few good saves at the end. Um, so they played pretty well. They're going very well now, Frank. I'd be
1: interested to know, you've obviously come to see victory games over here, big derby games and atmosphere. What's the atmosphere like in in that facility? The Japanese fans, do you, are they really very passionate about their team in these type of games?
0: They are, they are. I've, I've, uh, I'm an A-League supporter and uh, the first thing you notice is how polite and, and courteous and, and how passionate and knowledgeable all the fans are here and... Uh, Everyone's really friendly, and they are. They're very passionate. There wasn't a big crowd tonight; only about fourteen thousand, um, all up the other end. But they were—they're very passionate. And they love their—they love their football here, and uh, and yeah, it's really really amazing. First time to Japan, um, yeah, amazing. Yeah.
2: So Frank, Do you travel to all their games, or is this just a special occasion for you?
0: No, this is. I'm just here with my wife. She's on a, a work conference in Kyoto, and I've come along for the trip. Um, and the game just happened to be on. We're, we're A League supporters. We're but we uh didn't didn't come come across just for the game. Um the 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 Champions League was on when we were here, so we've caught the train down from Kyoto and we we're just about to hop on the train now to get back up to Kyoto and it's an amazing country and I reckon anyone who who's who's thinking of coming over should should come over, whether it be to China or to, to Japan. It's amazing.
3: Good on you, Frank. Um, got a bit of a plug in there for Japan as well. But, hey, mate, really appreciate you calling all the way from Osaka. And, uh, you yeah, know, good on you for supporting Victory because, uh, uh, you know, the boys did, it, did you proud tonight. Well done. Thanks for calling.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. You guys do a great job. I love you, Love your work. Thank you. Uh, and it's good to, hear vo- good to hear your voice all the way uh, 8,000 kilometres yeah, from home. So, and, Frankie, you.
2: just just make sure you don't jump on the very fast trains. <laughs> You'll end up in another country very soon.
0: <laughs> we we hopped on that today. It took us three hours from Tokyo. So yeah, they're pretty amazing to say. Uh, yeah, thanks again, guys. Good on you, Frank. Good yeah. on you,
2: Frank. It goes very cool.
3: There you go, Frank from Osaka. Yeah, no. and uh, yeah, we. Is that around. our
1: first call from Osaka? Probably, uh,
2: Warren. No, I um, rang from Osaka. We were all oh, over there. Yes, yeah, we. I did a, a cross. Is this is how much you remember. Australia, Australia, Japan, World Cup qualifier. I was there for on behalf of the Diego's.
1: That was the best show ever. <laughs>
3: it probably was. It probably was. Hey, just a couple of words about Sydney FC tonight, because that's a huge win mm. for them, 2-1 against uh, Guangzhou
1: Evergrande. They played with Gay Abandon. I Did watched they? that game because I refused to watch victory games live. <laughs> so, um, no, Sydney were really, really good. Um Gambra suck. No, no no. Shenghao who were they playing? Guangzhou. <laughs> yeah, Guangzhou. They had a 66 million dollar. Yeah, Jackson. Player, Jackson, Jackson and then Martinez. they had Paul, Paulinho.
2: Yeah, Paulinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's played
1: somewhere <laughs> pretty significant. Um, Tottenham. Yeah, he played at Tottenham. And Philippe Scolari, who Yeah, Big Phil. Yeah, I don't know why he got a job after Brazil got beat by Germany in the uh, semi-final of the World Cup, but anyway, Sydney were just nice and Aggressive and really attacking-minded, and look, had chances both ways. Could have gone both ways. They got a late goal. Look, I thought they were really good value, and considering the Graham Arnold's been really criticised for the attitude, I mean, he's really sucked most of the season. I know Rodrigo wasn't prepared to say that, but he did <laughs> say it off air that he's been a bit of a suck all year. But it was good to see him happy. I just didn't get to it on air. No. It was good to see him happy. It was and they good. played, and they haven't won. They haven't won in a month. And they're, and they're under just as much pressure as victory, even more, in terms of where they sit on the ladder with Perth hanging around. Hmm. So um, hopefully they'll get some impetus. I think there's a bit of a break now in Champions League after the first two weeks. And then they can really focus on the... Um, on qualifying for the finals.
3: Thanks for that summary there, Warren. No it's been a big night uh, in has. the world game with uh, Melbourne victory defeating, uh, well, they drew in the end uh, with Gamba Saka one all. Sydney FC 2-1 against uh, Guangzhou Evergrande and the Matildas uh, thrashed Vietnam 9-0 in the Olympic qualifier there tonight. Uh, let's take a break now and come back with more of the Diegos. We're going to come back with some of these fragrances. Has it and, been a uh, success? <laughs> been. I'm going to say it's it been, been a success. <laughs> so let's take a break now and back with more of the Diegos on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's Home of Sport.
2: In the language of soccer, resign is a code word meaning the coach was given a choice of quitting, being fired or having the fans blow up his house. To all you coaches out there, happy coaching. We are the Four Diegos. Thanks for joining us on
3: Wednesday night here on The Diegos. We're back again next Wednesday of course and uh Big night tonight, of course. Uh, went through the scores just before the break. Melbourne victory uh, and Gambra Saka won all. Uh, Sydney FC and Guangzhou Evergrande 2-1. Warren, please uh, stop ruffling papers. in <laughs> The eight. Asian Champions League and the Olympic qualifier. Um, the Matildas thrashed Vietnam, putting themselves in a fantastic position now. 9-0. So there you go. Um, Warren, the no, hot no, top. No, be- no, before, b- before that, oh, can yes, I just correct?
2: Of Not correct. No, no. I, well, should don't, I, don't, don't correct. Should I, I won't. Because i I'm actually wrong. Is, is this Carlos's rant? Yeah, it's, it's Carlos's rant. But I'm ranting at myself. We're not strong when it comes to.
0: Everybody was. <laughs> yes, uh, it's a rant. Fighting. Forget
2: Warren, it's Carlos's rant. <laughs> Those were fast, it's you know, like it will be a rant now. I'm really sick and tired of our listeners <laughs> who correct our lack of geography knowledge. Right, and it's clear. I'm admitting we don't know. I don't. I <laughs> no, don't anything. use a collective now, okay, like right, we. Okay. okay. <laughs> Me. <laughs> All right, last week I got Geisha, China, Japan wrong. Right? What was the other thing we got wrong? Oh, oh Russia and like, Ukraine. That's right. You got yeah. that wrong. Yeah. Last no, week. Well, it wasn't and, okay, really. I was just joking. I, Japan's <laughs> an island, so you can't take the train from Japan to another country. Okay, thanks from Greg from West Meadows. Look, good on you, you're Greg. Not taking the comments and the joke in the spirit it was meant. <laughs> By the way, there isn't train. There's a, a tunnel being built from Japan to whatever the. You know, the next neighbouring oh, countries I, are. Quite, I quite enjoyed that. Or a bridge too. Greg, thank you for... It's one of those
3: Look, disputed I, islands. I throw,
2: don't ask me about anything else other than football. <laughs> because, you know, politics I don't know anything about. Um, history I don't know anything about. Ask me about football. It's a bit strange because you, you've travelled the most out I of have. the Diego's. Yeah. You're the most well-travelled Diego. It's true. You but should, it's just you should football, concentrate football, more football, on what your surroundings. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not one of these guys that does uh, does the old landmarks no, and No, you're not. And the <laughs> iconic, uh, you know... As long as there's a good places luxer, in countries, you're happy. Yeah. Hey, uh, food. Ask me about food. Ask mm. me about football. No problem.
3: Warren, uh, the hot topic tonight has gone I'm, off.
1: I'm rational, ruffling papers to prove that I've okay. done some research. Yeah, well, this is perhaps my finest ever contribution to the Diego's <laughs> in terms of a, you know, a meaningful sense. The uh, hot topic for this evening was Cristiano Ronaldo has a new fragrance out and it's called Legacy. Mm-hmm. So, for other players in world football, what would be the appropriate name for their fragrance? Now, it could be teams. The production team that we've got has got some that have put together. So, we'll intermingle these between. But I'll give you some examples. And I really do like this. The fragrance for Aston Villa in 2015-16 is Oblivion. (laughs) It's a good fragrance. Oblivion. It sounds good. One more. Yep, one more. Um, I, I like this one because... There's two fragrances because the first one was so successful, they do a number two. Yep. So the first fragrance was Zero Influence. That was Mario Bellatelli's fragrance, yep. and it was followed shortly after by Zero Influence Two, which is Christian Benteke's. <laughs> <Yeah>. Zero Influence <laughs>
3: yeah. Two. Okay, good, good one. Let's it go. Works. Let's, it works. That's very good. Um, let's go to Diesel. Diesel George here. David Beckham Air. <laughs> <laughs> Just smells like air. Not much there. <laughs> Thanks, Diesel. Um, Matt Ineson and Danny Tiatto's fragrance, Infringement. <laughs> I like that. It's very good. Brendan yeah. Rogers has brought out a fragrance called Shafted. <laughs> Eric Cantona, um, would, uh, his would be Kick, the only fragrance guaranteed to make you smell good and massage your face at the same time. Yeah, no, That's Dave from Chuzzle. Nice, That's nice. nice yeah. uh, Evening Diego's, Narcissus, <laughs> the new Tim Kale fragrance. That's Jake in North Fitzroy. Louis Van Gaal's fragrance, Desperation. <laughs> <laughs> Very good uh, uh, Tim Kale Endure yes. That's nice And uh, Zinedine Zidane Headbutt is, 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 <laughs> Of course um, We'll keep going through I think some it was a, the
2: earlier one For Timmy Kale too <laughs>
3: yeah. Vision Vision That was, the, that was probably <laughs> nice The first one, one. Mm. And Jibril Sissé Fragrance Snap. <laughs> that's very good. What did Vinny used to call him? Um, the man of chalk. Yeah, yes. man of chalk. Dan, that's Dan from Back of Smash.
2: That, Actually, uh, you, you've hit a nerve tonight, Warren.
3: I yeah, yep.
1: Give credit. Do where you it's want a too. couple more? Yeah, a couple going. more quickly. Audacity. That's the Jamie Vardy <laughs> fragrance, yes. and I do like this one too because Rodrigo could say it so much better than me. But Sam Allardyce's fragrance is survival. <laughs>
3: nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> very good. All right, um, keep keep them coming. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. We've got a few more too. We'll go through those very very shortly. Hey, um, Ange postacoglu has been a bit busy, mm. um, guys recruiting. Yeah. Um, and uh, he he seems to have convinced, or did he need to do much convincing mm. of um uh, Apostolos Giannu, or as he was called yep. um when Paul. he was in Melbourne, Paul. <laughs> Paul. Yeah, P- Paul Giannu, yeah, uh, Carlos, who was at Tripoli, yeah. Astedas Tripoli in the um. In the, you know, the, the Greek League? Super League, yeah. Super
2: League, thank you. And he's off to China. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because obviously <laughs> having done our show for so long, we've gone through the era where we were worried that anyone with talent that could play for another country...
1: Was going to play was, for the other country.
2: Yeah, and it actually happened a few times. I still remember coming through the time when we were doing shows and you know, will Joe Simonich play for Australia or will he play for Croatia? And, there was a lot, and I'm pretty sure we got him on the show one day and he wasn't. He was actually on his way to Croatia, uh, and he, um, he, you know, we hit him with a hard question. He he wouldn't answer it at the time, and obviously we got the answer finally. But uh, that was such a long saga. But then there was anti Surich, if you remember him, and even before that there was Tony DeRigo and you know even Craig Johnson that, that played under twenty ones for England and, and and so forth. The pleasing thing about what's happening more recently, especially since two thousand and six. Um, and I, I suppose the 2006 side's left this legacy, if you're going to use that word legacy, the fact that a lot of the young guys that can play for a number of different countries are now choosing Australia. And I, I talk of guys like Jackson Irvine. Um, Brad uh, Smith. Brad Smith, uh, the, the young Liverpool player, is going to be a fantastic soccerer for a long, long time. And uh, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be more than the full back in, yep. in future years. You'll he's going to be, be a attacking great player. Mid-fielder. Yeah, just a terrific player. And he, these guys, he, I mean, he captained... The youth team in England, like yes. the under-19 youth team. Yep. He wasn't just a, a fringe player. He actually captained that team, decided to play for Australia. Um, there's a few others uh, you know, that uh, have chosen Australia over their, um, their parents' uh, country that the parents were yeah. born in so um, i think it's a really pleasing thing and this boy is in good uh, form uh, yeah 13 goals in 20 games in greece and now got the big contract in china and he's a big strapping uh, you know really clever streetwise footballer and i don't think we've always had that sort type of footballer especially in the front half uh, a guy who can score goals out of nothing he could probably play as a lone striker and and do a solid job for us too. So what it does is we don't have suddenly a player that's going to be a world star with us, but he's certainly another player that kind of would put, put pressure and give options to Ange Postacoglu. And good on Ange, because apparently he got on the flight. What's the Greek airline? Uh, uh, yeah, Olympic car. Yeah, he got into the Olympica. Olympic car. Olympic. Air- Olympic Airways, right? Yeah. He got into Olympic Airways, <laughs> went over there, sat down with the boy, had a little short black with him, asked him, are you interested? Uh, the kid said, "Yep, I'm really impressed that you've come and sure. talked to me." He jumped back on the air, Olympic Airways, back to Australia, and the boys announced. So that, that he means he's almost certain
1: to get picked in these upcoming games. You'd yeah. imagine,
2: and isn't it ironic that uh, he did play? He did get selected for one Greek. He played, he played underage teams for for Greece, under 19s, under 21s, but uh, he sat on the bench in one friendly for the Greek. And Actually, they didn't too. put him on. They didn't put him on. And I don't, know, I don't even know if they did put him on, whether he would be tied to them anyway. Uh, so, uh, you know, he, he did mention in an interview with Daniel Garb that, uh, that he felt that there was a bit more politics in Greek football. And he'd rather be free from all that by playing for Australia. But uh, he feels Australian. He grew up here. You know, he, he's still got a very, very strong Australian accent. So why not? Let's
1: I mean, have him.
3: I and mean, he's it's fantastic. And a, and a, oh, a, a soccer roo, Tommy Orr. Yes, um, that's a really good move. Coming I, to the A League, going to Brisbane Roar, Warren.
1: You know, and I think it's a really positive mood for Tommy Orr because he's clearly his best football has been when he's been playing in Australia, and I think no, he's played really well in Holland. Yeah, but I think for a long, consist- fact, he,
2: No, no, he, he was actually a very good player in Holland for one year in particular. I don't know what happened. It's it's an interesting story about t- Tommy Orr. How but it, then it's the move to
1: was- the move to Ipswich didn't work, and now. He's back for the rest of the season and then another two. And I, look, Tommy Orr is one of those guys that if he's absolutely at his best, he's right in the calculations for Socceroo. He made, and as such, let's hope that he can get back to that because we need depth. And I think he's a perfect example of a guy that's been encouraged to come back to Australia because he knows there's no hindrance in getting picked if you're playing at your best. So, good with, luck all, to with
2: him. all due respect to Tommy. He had a good year in Holland. And then in his last year of his contract, with a half a year to go, six months before the end of his contract, he announced to the team and everyone in Holland that he wants to move. He never got played after that. They said, okay, if you want to move, we're not going to play you. We're not going to invest in you. And then he just made some really – I mean, he just took a long, long time to find another club. It's just – I don't know. I don't know what sort of advice, what he went through. It's hard to make a judgment on someone – when you don't know the you know yeah. what's happened behind the scenes. But it just seemed weird. It took him a long time to find Ipswich, stayed there for a few months, decided that it wasn't the place for him. There was rumours about him going to China, didn't go there. Suddenly, he's Brisbane Raw. So I think, personally... I don't know if they enticed him back. I think it's his last opportunity, really, to get back playing again. Well, he needs to be playing, yeah.
3: Carlos, because um, you know, they're, obviously, they're, they're all queuing up for Ange Postecoglou's uh, mm. Socceroos team. So it'd be good to see him back in the A League, I think, um, and uh, playing again. And 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 he was he was awesome in the A League. Remember when he was really young and
1: yeah,
2: and yeah. Uh, you know, he really. You know, Zulo was the same too. Zullo was yeah. the same, but uh, yeah. Zullo's getting they, back.
1: slow. I, I think, think Zullo's getting back slowly. He's, oh. a, he's,
2: he's another one who I think he's, they've lost their way a little bit. It's going to take him a while to get back to what he was.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But I think, scene, so. I think he's getting there.
3: Mm. All right, guys. We really need to talk about uh, the new FIFA boss, uh, Gianni Infantino. Mm. Um, Swiss, apparently. Sounds yeah. Italian to me. No, Swiss-Italian. Um, I think Swiss he's Swiss-Italian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously he was the man that was elected as the mm. new uh, the boss of FIFA um, to replace uh, Sepp the Rat Blatter, mm. of course. And... Uh, it was a bit of a surprise because uh, well, was it a surprise because yeah. you know there were a couple of um, well Prince Ali of Jordan who uh, the FFA supported, and then there was also Sheikh Salman bin yeah. Ibrahim Al Khalifa of yeah. Bahrain. Um, he was the he was the favourite from yeah. this region to go in, but uh, in the end it was uh, the European.
2: Uh, look, you know, because we're so irrelevant to FIFA, especially now that we're out of Oceania, we will not need them for anything really. I mean, what? What bearing does FIFA and their shenanigans over there have on us right now? Whether they will run well or run poorly, does it really matter? I mean, other than the World Cup bid, which I don't think, I dare say, we're not probably going to have a bid for a while. We'll be We won't be here. Is that
1: reality dawned on you that we won't be breathing air on the planet when we see a World Cup?
2: Yeah, I won't be losing too much sleep. No, I will. Really. I mean, I would have loved it when I got really excited about the possibility of 2022, but after what happened, I don't care. They can can run the World Cup (laughs) down at... The Burnley Oval down here on Skinner Reserve. reserve on, Skinner Reserve, yeah, someone dug and up the I wouldn't go. You would, I, so I wouldn't go.
1: You'd walk around. <laughs> the corner uh, for you that you If Argentina were playing yeah. Brazil in the semi-final at uh, yeah. at um, Sunshine George Cross, yeah, yeah, you would probably walk around down the, the corner, corner. Reserve, yeah, yeah I get yeah. Um,
3: You'd put in your resume to be the
1: host on the on
2: absolutely. The <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I, I, I lie, but do, do we really care about FIFA at all? What they do, uh, you know what? Even if they get it right, I don't care. I wasn't overly
3: excited by this election, to be honest. And you know.
1: You know, I, this is not a rant because we've run out of time for Warren's rant. But you know what? In fact, the selection of a figurehead is the easy bit. Mm. It's the easy bit. Yep. You know, the purging of the administration and the corruption that lies within in the administration. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that the Olympic movement are completely as clean as they like to give the impression. But after the purging of their administration, yep. at least they purged everybody in terms of the rorts around the selection of host cities and all that stuff. They, you know, had proper, you know, austerity and all that sort of stuff. They've done the easy bit, FIFA. They've put a guy there who looks like... One of the bad guys off, I don't know, Austin Powers Films, whatever his name <laughs> Doctor is. Dr. Do- yeah. Evil, yeah. Dr. Evil. They've done that. That's the yeah. easy bit. Yeah. It's the purging of the administration and the organisation yeah. that's the hard bit. And I don't know whether they've got the stomach to actually do that sort of stuff. Yeah. Because I, I, they're I, all
2: in the trough. I thought, I thought, you know, the the, the key thing after he was uh, announced and the fact that they all lined up all the... Representatives of every federation lined up and basically kissed his ring walking past him. I thought that was a sure sign that nothing's much is going nah. to be changing. Yeah. And, but, who, but who really, uh, look, I, I honestly don't care nah. about FIFA. I don't even care if they get it right. Is it possible we, they're irrelevant, Carlos? No, we're irrelevant to them. We <laughs> oh, are. Yeah, okay. So, in fact, because we're irrelevant to them, I find that they're irrelevant to me. I don't care. You know, there's some Australians who actually have made it their life's work since the, we've, the failed World Cup bid to go and sort out FIFA. What a waste of time. Mm what a waste of time i don't see unless they want to cure all the issues of world football by fixing fifa that's fine but as far as helping us in any way it's not going to help us in any way that fifa is run properly or not properly no i agree the only time where i felt fifa was important was when we were in oceania where we were trying to get direct entry and they gave it to us remember that they gave it to us and then they took it, they away, took it, it away yeah that's yeah. what we used to call SEP yeah. the rat ladder yeah.
3: actually seps getting a few nominations on the fragrance yep what's one it guess. called one guess. um <laughs> Corruption. <laughs> uh, here we go. Stephen in Richmond. By the way, Diego's, um, Ronaldo's fragrance does not smell nice, but uh, Messi's fragrance from Stephen in Richmond, brilliance. Mm. Ned Zelich has got a fragrance, imagination and a fantasy. <laughs> Bre- Brett from St. Albans. Yeah. Louis Suarez, chomp. That's uh, oh, no, a yeah, 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 I like, I like that, that, that. Yep. Yep. Stevie Gerrard, slippery when wet. <laughs> um, Maradona, substance. <laughs> Lionel Messi, Perfection, of course. Um, Stevie Gerrard, Passion or Emotion, for it's chalk. Yep. Um, Carlos uh, Hernandez, mm. Secret Herbs and spices. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> Jeremy. <laughs> but, uh, there you go. There's some beauty. What about uh, here uh, from Mark? Fragrance for the Four Diegos, Lobotomy. <laughs> it's true. Nice. Uh, Lu- Lucas Neal's got a fragrance from Dan yep. in Bacchus March. Disappear.
1: Mm. Well, the Diego's um, fragrance based on tonight's show and last week's could be called Geography. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs>
3: hey, let's take a break now and come back with uh, Mike McGrath from the UK and uh, talk about the English Premier League right after this on The Four Diego's on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's Home of Sport.
2: OK, guys, the rules of soccer are very simple. If it moves, kick it. If it doesn't move, kick it until it does. This has been a halftime pep talk by the four Diegos. And
3: coming up after Diegos, it's uh, a streamlined-looking Scott Cooney with full-night appetite. Uh, got the, uh, the razor through the, through the head looking oh, very, very well, sharp. If you're
1: going to do it, you might as well do it properly. Absolutely.
3: Hey, uh, and when you're doing mid-dawns every now and then, you, you look a bit scruffy.
1: Hey, so people are really can... interested in what you look like when you do mid-dawn. That's right? true. Look at you.
3: Hey, let's go to uh, our man in the UK from the Sun in the UK, Mike McGrath. Mike, welcome to the
4: Diego's. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yes,
3: good to have you. We understand you're on your way to Anfield.
4: Uh, well, I'll be setting off soon. Not uh, not um, yet. Yes. I'm still, yeah, we've got well, a few hours um kickoff uh, for me to be sat in traffic um, so i 'll be uh, heading off shortly should be should be a really good game tonight um, uh, obviously a replay of uh, the uh, league cup final on Sunday uh, this time at Anfield.
1: it 's interesting mike isn 't it because I, I think on the balance of play, man city definitely deserved to win the league cup it 's hard for me to say and i <laughs> and even though Liverpool won the corresponding fixture in the league quite comprehensively. I really get a sense that if Man City can find a way to win, that they're probably going to be almost the favourites to win the title. I, I I get a sense that they can really build some momentum, particularly if they win the game tonight, your time, tomorrow morning, our time.
4: Yeah, I mean, what, I mean, what they really have got going for them is the fact that they've been in this position before. Like, where, when they won, um, uh, you know, Aguero in the last minute and then, when Pellegrini came, they won that title. They always seem to do it the hard way, coming from, uh, you know, many points behind and and then snatching it. So they have got experience of it, which uh, Tottenham and Leicester don't have. So um, I still, I, I, I can't, I, I, I'm not really kind of expecting them to win it this season. But obviously if they win, Tonight it will be a great week for them, and they can, you know, they've seen less to get their draw, so it will drag them that little bit closer um, to the leaders.
2: Mike, it's Carlos. So, what do you make of the reaction to Arsenal throwing away the points against Manchester United? A very weak in Manchester United on the weekend. Um, Ian Wright came out. uh, These legends of Arsenal uh, that actually played under Arsene Wenger, Ian Wright, uh, Paul Merson, and also Thierry Henry, were scathing. Not only of the team but also yeah. of uh Arson. For me, it sounds like if they miss this opportunity, it is the time for ask and we keep on talking about this, but this seems like the last straw for Arson if he doesn't make it happen this season.
4: Yeah, um, yeah, the backlash has been, you know, really you know, it's been massive. Um, you know, despite there being a, a cup final on Sunday on Sunday it was still um, you know, really big news what happened to Arsenal, and you know, despite Marcus Rashford scoring again, it was all you know. It really was about Arsenal and and how they've chucked it away. I think he's, um, I think he he did badly in in January with signings, and really, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think he will get sacked Wenger because he's so valuable to getting the team into the Champions League regularly, and he seems to be pleasing his um, paymasters, but uh, fans certainly are not happy um, with the fact that they are throwing it away again, and, and that's exactly what they're doing. Um, they were in a great position, um, and now you'd say that they are third or fourth favourites to win, which is, you know, it isn't a great performance um, from the manager, from where they were.
1: Mike, Leicester almost convinced me over the last four days you know, the hand of destiny was on their shoulder and they could win this thing. They score a goal in the 89th minute or so to see off Norwich. And then when I left for work this morning, they'd come from 1-0 down and were 2-1 up early in the second half. And I just thought, you know what? They've really almost done everything now. You know, they've beaten the big teams. They've gone away from home and beaten the big teams. Now they're in this run against teams that they should beat and they actually managed to do it twice until obviously a late goal from West Brom... Do you think on balance they'll still be backing themselves and be reasonably confident?
4: I think so. I think I think the Arsenal game they didn't play badly at all. Um I think they were um they were pretty much done over by the referee that I thought Martin Atkinson, you know, he is one of our best referees. He had an absolutely terrible game. I've never seen a referee be affected by a crowd so badly. Um, So that was unlucky and they kind of, you know, I I was there at the weekend at the King Power and um, there was a bit of nervousness about them, uh, but they, you know, they got the, got the points. I think importantly last night, they didn't play badly. Um, Ranieri was quite happy with the effort put in and there are, you know, it's, it's 11 games to go or 10 games for them now. It's not, it's not going to be 10 wins and it's not going to be 11 wins for Tottenham and Arsenal either. Um, So I think the way that they're playing, I definitely wouldn't lose any faith if I was um, a Leicester player or a Leicester fan um, because they're they're still doing all right and and hanging in there and, and, and top for at least another few hours.
2: Mike, uh, what, what's the uh, update on the Everton ownership issue? I heard late last week that uh, there was some, you know, as always, foreigners coming in, uh, multimillionaires who um, who are looking at possibly taking over the club. Have you heard anything more about that?
4: Yeah, it's um, well, it, it's a takeover of sorts because. Uh, uh, um, he, the the guy who has signed, I think he's called Moshiri, I think that's how you pronounce it, he's got 49.9% of the club, um, which we're expecting to eventually become 51%, and he will have, uh, you know, majority control. But he he is the highest uh, stakeholder of the club, even though he hasn't got majority um, in terms of ownership. So it's, you know... Everton didn't play at the weekend, but a really important result for them in terms of um, this investment that they've been looking for for a long time. Bill Kenwright, um, who's been who's looked after the club very well, he has been looking for the right person, not just any person with um, the money to take over, and and he believes that he's got uh, that person. Um, and he also uh, the, the the new guy, he has um, he, he was ex. Arsenal owned uh, a decent, purport, uh, a decent um, portion of uh, shares there, sold them up uh, to go to Everton. So I think there's excitement there in terms of what they might be able to spend.
3: It's one to watch, Mike, over the next uh, couple of months, I think. But hey, thanks for your time. Enjoy the game uh, tonight, your time, tomorrow morning, our time. Cheers, guys. See Th- you soon. There's Mike McGrath from the UK, the sun in the UK. Let's take a break now, and come back with a little bit more of the Diego's 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport.
2: Mama wanted me to be a preacher. I told her the preaching and coaching were a lot alike. I don't think she believed me. This has been a profound coaching moment by the four Diegos. As we leave you tonight,
3: uh, All Night Appetite coming up very shortly. Excrement by Pim Verbeek. (laughs) Smell it, Jake from North Fitzroy. Missing. Yeah. by Mario Jardel from Jarny nice in Noble one. Park. And here's the last one, Yes, Graham Arnold fragrance, delusion. <laughs> there you go, a couple of big games, City versus Sydney FC, Central City. Coast versus uh, Melbourne victory. So remember, Carlos, we have a Puerto Rican girls
1: hang out, we'll, we'll, we'll be there. Samba, Rumba and we'll be there. Where there. the girls have fruit in their head and balls at their feet, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Where
3: the gringos play football, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. We are the for Diego.